This is a Hot Pie Media Original. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm going to be continuing our series on skincare, and I'll be discussing the two types of skin aging and how you can slow this process down. In preparation for this series, I did some extensive research on skincare products because I knew that after we discussed the anatomy and physiology of the skin and how to slow skin aging and best practices for caring for our skin, that I wanted to recommend a product line that was safe and effective. And after doing a lot of research and testing, I found a line of products that I can trust and endorse. Primally Pure offers truly safe, all organically sourced skincare products that deliver results. I was introduced to this company with my sister, Carrie Vitt, over Christmas when I told her about this project. And so she gave me some of Primally Pure's daily cleanser. And after one application, I was blown away. Not only did it do an amazing job of cleansing my skin, but it left my skin feeling hydrated and refreshed. And that's when I went down the rabbit hole and tried a number of their products and I absolutely love them. And they are offering the Blueprint listeners 10% off any order using the code BLUEPRINT in all caps. I put a link in the show notes, so please go check them out. All right, y'all, let's dig in. The skin is the largest organ of the body. It accounts for 15% of the total adult body weight, It's the barrier between us and our environment, and it protects us from infection. It regulates our temperature, it's involved in sensory perception, and it plays a cosmetic role. Look, most of us want to age gracefully and have skin that looks younger than our biological age. And this is reflected in how much money we spend on skincare. Skincare is a $132 billion market that's growing at roughly 5% per year. The average American spends $322 on skincare each year. Why? to slow the signs of aging. And that's the topic of today's conversation. A lot of what I'll be discussing is from a wonderful paper published in the Journal of Cell Transplantation and the article's titled Fighting Against Skin Aging, The Way from the Bench to the Bedside. And the authors are Zhang and Duan. Aging of the skin is induced by both intrinsic and extrinsic factors. Intrinsic aging is related to our chronological age, and it's an inevitable process, and it results in thin, dry skin, fine wrinkles, and gradual dermal atrophy, or the shrinking of that dermal layer. In contrast, extrinsic aging results from environmental factors such as air pollution, smoking, poor nutrition, and sun exposure. It results in coarse wrinkles, loss of elasticity, laxity, and rough textured skin. Long-term exposure to solar ultraviolet radiation is the primary factor of extrinsic skin aging, and it's referred to as photoaging. Now, this is important to point out as your exposure to the sun and how you protect your skin is directly within your control. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give you a bit more detail on the physiological changes that occur with each type of aging and then provide you with some options for how to slow down both intrinsic and extrinsic skin aging. So let's go back and double click on intrinsic. Intrinsic skin aging is a process of chronological physiological change. This means that no matter what you do, as you age, your skin will change. So for example, if you looked at photo protected areas of your skin, like the underside of your arm, over time, it will age because of genetic and metabolic factors, even though it doesn't get much direct sunlight. Most of the changes that occur with aging 
occur in the basal cell layer. The epidermis, or the outermost layer, becomes thinner as you age, and the contact surfaces between the epidermis and the dermis decrease. This results in poorer nutrient supply to the epidermis and a weakened ability for basal cells to proliferate because without proper energy supply, cells have a difficult time replicating. There's a term that I want you to remember and it's called cellular senescence. It's the reduction in the proliferative ability of cells in the basal layer, including keratinocytes, which I mentioned in the last episode or two episodes ago. These special cells play a crucial role in skin repair. In addition to cellular senescence, intrinsic aging leads to a reduction in specific types of collagen fibers, along with a reduction in specific types of lipids, resulting in the skin's inability to retain bound water. So our skin becomes less plump and kind of saggy. I don't know about you, but this all really sounds pretty depressing, but I promise you there is good news coming. Now let's go back to extrinsic aging. The primary factor of extrinsic aging, again, is exposure to UV radiation. It accounts for 80% of facial aging. With intrinsically aged skin, the epidermis becomes thin and your skin thins out and becomes dry. Extrinsically aged skin results in a thickening of the dermis, so it's kind of like leathery skin. Do you remember those epidermal keratinocytes that I mentioned previously? Well, UV radiation impairs their proliferation as well as basal keratinocyte proliferation. So essentially, sun damage begins to halt your ability to repair your skin tissue. That's why sunburns can be so damaging for your skin. UV ray damage also decreases the expression of type 7 collagen and keratinocytes, resulting in wrinkles due to the weakened connections between the dermis and the epidermis. So basically, the scaffolding between these layers gets damaged, and the result is wrinkles. UV radiation also damages microvasculature, which reduces blood flow. And aging is accelerated because of degradation in elastin, which is a key connective tissue protein. Now, I want to take a moment to read you a few sentences directly from the text I referred to earlier because what I'm about to tell you is going to blow your mind. According to the authors, regarding the molecular mechanisms of aging, different models are proposed to explain the molecular basis for skin aging, including the theory of cellular senescence, decrease in cellular DNA repair capacity and loss of telomeres, point mutations of extranuclear mitochondrial DNA, oxidative stress, increased frequency of chromosomal abnormalities, single gene mutations, reduced sugar, chronic inflammation, and so on. Here's the key. Some scientists propose that most of the effects of skin aging are of extrinsic factors, and only 3% of aging factors have an intrinsic background. That means that roughly 97% of the variance in skin aging is based on extrinsic factors like pollution, smoking, nutrition, sun exposure, and potentially what you're treating your skin with. I think this is a good time to point out that you need to make sure that you know what's in your skincare products. That includes soaps, shampoos, conditioners, because you could unintentionally be aging your skin with harmful ingredients. And I will do an entire episode on this soon, but buyer beware. Most of this is within your control, and I think that's a very reassuring thing to know. There are a number of molecular reasons for skin aging, and I'm not going to go into the details on all of them, but here are a few of the headlines. Oxidative stress. 
DNA damage, telomere shortening, microRNA regulation, advanced glycolation and end product accumulation, genetic mutations, and inflammaging. Yes, inflammaging. That's a real word. Inflammaging is chronic low-grade inflammation. It's considered a major characteristic of the aging process. Inflammaging plays a huge role in the irritation and progression of diseases such as type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's disease, cardiovascular disease, frailties, sarcopenia, osteoporosis, and skin aging. If there is one thing you can take away from my podcast, it's this. To live a longer and healthier life, you need to become more adaptable. Psychological and physiological adaptability reduces inflammation. And the gateway to improve adaptability includes five things. Sleep, exercise, nutrition, mental resilience, and fostering and maintaining healthy relationships. All of those things are supported by the scientific literature and they push back on chronic inflammation. I think this is a great time to start transitioning now to start talking about how you can take control and start slowing down aging. So antioxidants uh, as reducing agents mitigate against skin aging by neutralizing reactive oxygen species. Now, this goes all the way back to high school and college chemistry, but a reduction reaction is a reaction where a reactant gains electrons. That's what antioxidants do. They donate electrons, whereby an oxidation reaction occurs when a reactant loses electrons and there are unpaired electrons in the valence shell. And that makes it a free radical. Now, this is off the top of my head. So if you're a chemist and you're listening to this and I said something wrong, please let me know. Here's the point. Eat foods rich in antioxidants like vitamin C, vitamin E, antioxidative enzymes, such as superoxide dismutase, along with catalase, glutathione, peroxidase, and coenzyme 10. So foods that have these things in them are like cabbage, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, strawberries, oranges, fatty fish, cauliflower, green tea. Here's my suggestion. Just eat plenty of fruits and vegetables, at least five to eight servings a day. A simple rule of thumb is to eat the rainbow. The more multicolored fruits and vegetables, the better. All right, moving on. There's a process in the body called advanced glycation and product accumulation. The acronym is AGE, A-G-E. Essentially what happens is that advanced glycation end products or age products are formed when proteins, lipids, or nucleic acids its bond to sugar molecules such as glucose or fructose, which inhibit normal function and target molecules. This can lead to both intrinsic and extrinsic aging. Here's the rub. Limiting your intake of fried or sugary foods can help prevent this. Also, consumption of some culinary herbs like cinnamon, cloves, and oregano may inhibit fructose-induced glycation. More research needs to be done on this, but it's pretty, pretty promising. Now, let's talk about supplementation. There is a supplement that I'm becoming more convinced of its utility each day, and that's collagen, or more specifically, hydrolyzed collagen peptides, which include glycine, proline, and hydroxyproline. And I want to highlight a study by Campos and colleagues that I found very promising. They performed a study on a product composed of a combination of amino acids which includes glycine, proline, and hydroxyproline from hydrolyzed collagen peptides, supplemented with vitamins A, C, E, and zinc. And they tested the effectiveness of the treatment by biophysical techniques and imaging of the skin. The study enrolled 60 healthy women who each received daily for three months 10 grams of the test product in the form of a water-soluble oral powder. At the end of the study, 
There was a visible reduction of wrinkles and large pores, improved elasticity of the skin, and better structure of the dermis. The conclusion of the study was that a hydrolyzed collagen product supplemented with vitamins and zinc is more effective improving aging conditions of the skin than just a control. I think this is pretty phenomenal. I think it's worth looking into. And collagen is a supplement that can be used for a lot of different things we've discussed on the podcast. So you're probably wondering, what about sunscreen? The answer is yes. It seems to be an effective means to reduce external skin aging. A study by Hugh and colleagues with over a thousand people across four and a half years found that daily sunscreen use reduced the signs of skin aging compared to a group that didn't use daily sunscreen. The group that did had 24% lower signs of aging. That's pretty amazing. But again, sourcing matters as the use of sunscreen for some people has resulted in photoallergic dermatitis, reductions in vitamin D, and if the chemicals are corrosive, they can actually damage the skin. So it's up to you to source your products well. And this is a personal choice, but for me, I try to cover up when I'm exposed to the sun for long periods of time. I'll wear a hat or maybe long sleeves. And when I'm transitioning from spring to summer and I go to the pool for a long period of time, I definitely use some sunscreen to prevent burning. Now, last but not least, what about moisturizers and cleansers? Well, here's a quote from a paper in the Journal of Investigative Dermatology. The use of barrier enhancing skin cleansers and moisturizers can both maintain and aid in the restoration of skin health. So yes, daily cleansing and moisturizing with non-corrosive products seems to be beneficial. So let's wrap this up. There are two types of skin aging, internal and external. Internal is a biological process we can't outrun. And external skin aging seems to be a process we can control through reducing systemic inflammation and controlling exposure to UV radiation and protecting and nourishing our skin with healthy skin products. If you found today's podcast helpful, would you please leave us a review and a comment in the Apple Podcast app? And please check out Primally Pure's all-natural and organically sourced products. I love them, and I believe you will too. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.